Good morning all from the First Presbyterian Church of Quincy Sanctuary. Happy Easter. Glory to God in the highest for Christ is risen. He is risen, risen indeed. Christ is risen. He, he is, is risen, risen indeed. Wonderful. It is good news. It is the Sunday from which the church is birthed. It is why we are here. It is our reason for being that Jesus Christ, though he was dead, is alive that Christ conquered sin and death for us. It is a wonderful day, it's a glorious day. So again, happy Easter to you all. Because it is Easter, we remember all of our family in prayer. We remember those who are feeling sick or lonely or having trouble during uh, the season of being apart. So we keep those folks on our prayer list in our hearts and in our minds. Because it is the Easter day, because it is this day, we also have a one great hour of sharing, something that we do every year, a collection taken, checks made to the church, then we send to the denomination to battle hunger, to help those who are suffering from natural disaster and to fight poverty. A wonderful offering, and I hope that you would participate. Also, we always seek to help our neighbors and coming up later this month on April 17th, because we are an Easter people alive and living our faith, we do need some volunteers to help Jack Schmidtman who builds a ramp a day, it seems, indeed a ramp a month. So on April 17th, another ramp build looking for 10 to 12 volunteers. Please call us in the office or call Jack. Um, you just have to be willing. You don't have to be super skilled, just willing to come out and help. Uh, it is also Easter and it is the work of the church that we celebrate as well in a way that we keep this church uh, active in our community, doing the work of Christ amongst and with our friends and neighbors is to keep up with our offerings. And I thank you for doing that. It is a communion day and part of communion is making our offerings to God through the church. We come to the table bearing gifts. We leave the table having partaken in a gift that is priceless. So there is so much happening today because it is Easter, because we are Christ's people and Christ is risen. He is risen, risen indeed. indeed. Church family, friends and neighbors, the Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us worship God with thanksgiving on this beautiful and most special day. Let us pray. Risen Messiah, hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Glory be to you, Lord, whom death could not defeat. Praise to you, our Savior, and the Savior of heaven and earth. Thanks be to you, God, for your ministry of love and kindness, honesty and generosity, selflessness and power. We ask that you guide us to reflect your goodness in all we say and in all we do, that you would remind us daily that we are your beloved kin and our responsibility is to be your hands and feet on earth, to be your face, O Christ, to those who do not yet know you. We ask, we pray, that you would give us the will and strength to represent you well. Lord, we ask this and more in your holy name. And we ask 
that you would pray with us as we pray the prayer you taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, we are blessed by the gifts and talents and generosity of our choir section leaders of the virtual choir as they sing for us today our first piece of special music, Christ is Risen Today. very much to Chris and Ian and the section leaders for sharing again your tremendous talents with us and leading us in special music during these services and when we are together on the soccer field as well. Friends, we have two pieces of scripture for today. The first is from the book of Psalms. It is the 118th Psalm. It is verse 17 and then skipping ahead to verses 21 through 24, which may sound familiar because they are the same passages we read last week for Palm Sunday. Again, I remind you that all of scripture is connected. Friends, hear now the word of the Lord. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The word of God for the people of God. Our second lesson is taken from the Gospel according to Luke from the 24th chapter, verses 1 through 12. After the cross, there was a great kindness shown 
to the disciples, to those who loved Jesus, and to Jesus himself. It was the kindness of Joseph of Arimathea who provided a tomb for the linen-wrapped body of Jesus. And then there is devotion shown, the devotion of the women who prepared spices for the Lord's body. And after a day of Sabbath rest, the story continues, and those same women make their way to the tomb with the spices that they had prepared. This passage is why we call these women the apostles to the apostles. Hear now the word of the Lord. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look here for the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them, who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to the apostles an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter, Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When I used to sit in the pews of the Kingston Presbyterian Church, there were a lot of Sundays when after church I'd say to Tamara, I sure would like to hear some good news every once in a while. It'd be nice to get a good job, guys, message for every five or ten. Y'all need to do better. Harangue. Now, in fairness to the minister, Don Steens, who I came to truly love, I was in church about as often as the typical Presbyterian, and I very well could have just missed all those messages I complained that I wanted to hear. Maybe my sporadic attendance was just synced up to Don's do better sermons. And the reason I never got a good job was because those were the Sundays where I had either maybe a tea time or had to work or stayed home with the baby because I was a super dad. The baby that I was supposed to bring to church after Sunday school because, you know, Tamara went to Sunday school. I didn't because Sunday school was just for kids, right? Anyway, for two pretty good uh, little girls, well-behaved little girls, Sarah Ellen and Hillary sure got fussy on a lot of the Sunday mornings when I was trusted to get them to the church nursery. Yeah, maybe I just synced up with the do better cycle of sermons. 
With hindsight, I see now that I did need to do better. There were lots of things I could do better. I didn't really deserve the good job, certainly, because in my faith life and in my life life, I wasn't really doing much of anything that warranted one. What I understand now is that we don't earn God's love and grace, the love and grace we celebrate today, the love and grace that is offered to all through Christ. We don't earn that. It's free, but it's also priceless. We get that love and grace, not because we've been good, but because God is good. And we get the good job messages, sometimes in the form of a sermon, most of the time through others or a generous act of the Holy Spirit. We get the good job messages when we deserve them. Does that make sense at all? The good news is for everybody. And it's for us every day. The good job is what we get when we put the good news into practice. Does that make sense? Easter Sunday, the resurrection of the Lord Sunday, is our rejoicing in the good news of the gospel. It's our hallelujah, hallelujah, that with Christ anything is possible, hallelujah, that even out of a violent human pursuit of a corrupt and twisted justice, even out of a suffering on a cross, Jesus, who willingly took that cross, prevails. Easter is the day we need to remind ourselves and make sure we understand that not even death can separate Jesus from us because Jesus defeats evil, sin, and death. Jesus defeats corrupted, twisted justice. Jesus defeats it with divine justice, and divine justice is restorative justice because it's God's new covenant. It's God's promise of justice born of grace, love, peace, goodness, and righteousness for all of God's children. In the days, weeks, and months between last Easter and today, much has happened. Last year, we were out of our familiar spaces and away from people we love. It was truly an empty tomb, empty sanctuary year. And maybe that was good for us. A good reminder that Jesus is no more confined to a sanctuary than he was to the tomb. In this past year, I believe we've seen Jesus out in the world in ways that we've either missed or chosen not to see before. And maybe Jesus being out in the world set loose from the sanctuaries in which we try to contain him. Maybe that's forced us to see things and think about things differently, caused us to wonder where Jesus would be in our communities and on our TV screens with the healers, with the first responders, with those marching for justice and equality, with those who hurt, with those who share love and kindness. I hope that's where you'd see him. I hope that's where we'd all see him. I know that's where I've been seeing him. And it's been exciting, excruciating, heartbreaking, magnificent 
and transformative. A year removed from last Easter and things are different, still broken to be sure, but maybe closer to mended. We're still not quite in the sanctuary, but thanks be to God, we're preparing for our return. And surely before the end of the summer, I'll be back in my pulpit and you'll be back in your specific pew. That place where we all would want to be, our regularly claimed spaces in God's sanctuary. I do wonder though, do you think we'll ever get God back in here? I'm thinking not. I'm thinking God is better out in the world. Surely God will be with us when we gather for worship, but all those other times, God on the loose is better for all of us. Maybe that would change the way we think about God. Remind us that God is always everywhere. Maybe that would help us to do those good job things that Christ followers are supposed to do. Those disciple things, good Samaritan things, Jesus things, justice things, kindness things. Maybe the past years are a reminder that Jesus is with us in every moment and in every place, urging us to do those good job things we're supposed to. The Easter story is about the best news humanity ever got. That God loves us so much that God would do anything to teach us the importance of love. And I'm here to tell you that in that lesson are opportunities to feel the presence of the risen Christ every single day. All we need to do to get those absolutely wonderful, heartwarming, life-affirming, and sometimes life-changing, Jesus-inspired messages of good job that we crave is to be like him, to do what he said to do, to love God and treasure the gifts of God, this planet and all the creatures on it, to appreciate the gift of God that is the bond of kinship and kindness that makes us buzz from head to toe when we experience it. The gift of God that is to cherish and recognize all the other blessings of life. We need to love God for that and like that. And we need to love our neighbors as ourselves. And I think that means making sure that everyone has the same opportunities we have to love God as I just described, which means that everyone, no matter the classification of creed, nationality, gender, sexuality, color, social or economic class, even religion and or anything else used to sort people away from each other, none of that matters because anyone Everyone should be free and safe and confident enough to marvel at and enjoy the amazing and infinite gifts of God. And making sure that our planetary brothers and sisters can live and love fully, that's loving one's neighbor as oneself. And that's what Jesus said we must do, must always do. That's the kind of living that gets us a good job message to go with the good news of God's freely given love and grace. The story of Jesus, it's the greatest story ever told. And it's our story to share. 
our story to live and play a part in, a story of love and hope and goodness. Sometimes the story sounds like God saying, be better. Sometimes it sounds like God saying, good job. Always, it sounds just like God saying, I love you. In the name of the good and loving Father, the risen Son, and the ever-present Holy Spirit, thanks be to God for the blessings of this family of faith. Thanks be to God, and amen. Friends, it is Easter Sunday, so today it is also Communion Sunday. We will prepare the table and we will share the meal. Friends, this is not my table. This table does not belong to the First Presbyterian Church of Quincy or the Presbyterian Church USA denomination, no. This is the Lord's table and any and all who trust in him are welcome to it to be nourished spiritually prepared to go out into the world to share the good news. Let us return thanks. In every time and every age, O oh God, it is good and faithful that we give you thanks, for your mercy is sure, and your steadfast love endures forever. In your compassion you gave us Christ Jesus, who sets us free from death and leads us to eternal life. And so now, with all creation, with all the needy and hungry ones, with all those who have enough and plenty, with creatures large and small, with sun and moon and stars, and with the saints of every age, we praise your name and join in their unending hymn, saying, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Blessed are you, O God, creator of all things. By your power and love, you continue to deliver your people from bondage, thwart the designs of evil, show the way through the wilderness, turn hardship into righteousness, and reveal your hand upholding the just. Blessed are you, O Christ, servant of the universe. You came among us to feed and heal and teach, to confound the haughty, to confuse the deceivers, to challenge the wrong-hearted, and in all these things to give hope to those who long for peace. We give you thanks that on the night of his arrest, Jesus took bread and after giving thanks for it, he took it, he blessed it, he broke it, and said, take, eat, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he took the cup, gave thanks, and as he poured, he said, this is my blood, the blood of the new covenant, shed for the remission of sins. Whenever you eat this bread, take this cup. You do so to proclaim my saving grace and the love of the Father. Do this in remembrance of me. Remembering our Lord's self-giving love, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, 
Christ will come again. Blessed are you, O Spirit, giver of life. You give us words when we have none. You fill us with vision when we have the most need. You give us voice to proclaim our faith in every hour. Be our guide and teacher today and always. Come now, O Prince of Peace, Spirit of love, breath of life. Bring to all this hurting world the joy that Mary knew. Teach us to proclaim with her, I have seen the Lord. In the unity of the Holy Trinity, in gratitude for this great day of resurrection, we praise you, God of all, that is now and forever. Amen. Friends, if you are at home, this is the time to partake as I invite my brother and sister in Christ, Tamron Scott, forward to share this holy meal. The body of Christ, broken for you. Blood of Christ, Scott, the bread of life, and the cup of salvation. Connected by the Spirit across time and space, we celebrate this holy meal that Jesus taught us during this holy week. Let us pray. Living Christ, as you open the scriptures to us, you make yourself known in the breaking of the bread. Let us now go forth from this place, fed at your table and filled by your Spirit, to walk with you all the days of our lives, Proclaim the glory of your resurrection, the good news with all the world. Amen. Amen. Friends, we are blessed now by the virtual choir, offering us another piece of holy Easter music. Crown him with many crowns.
Thanks again to the virtual choir for sharing their talents with us, leading us in worship today, the special day with special music. And now my friends, um, my Easter people friends, let us carry this good news of the Easter story with us wherever we go. Let us be prepared always to do a good job for Christ, to share the good news with all. And so that we might be ready to do so in any moment and at any opportunity, receive now this blessing of faith. May the hope of Christ who lives, may the love of the good Father who lives, may the presence of the Holy Spirit who lives now and always be with you. Thanks be to God and amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Happy Easter. Bye. Blessed be the time.